Shut up about Google, they lost. Shut up about the Steam Deck. Shut up about the Steam Deck. And shut up about AMD, because Intel rolling on in with fresh new benchmarks. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast this Wait, Wednesday, one, December 13th, 2023. Wait, and I'm Kyle. Did I make you think something was wrong over there? No, I knew what you were doing. And so I... <laughs> And so I didn't stop. I kept going, which is exactly what Epic decided to do after they lost their lawsuit with Apple. They said, hey, what if we sued Google as well and try to make them pay for taking us off the Android Google Play Store? And it just came in that Epic Games has won. They won the lawsuit <laughs> unanimously with Epic coming out and Tim Sweeney saying that this is a win for all app developers and consumers around the world. So the reason that this is different versus the Apple lawsuit is the fact that the Google lawsuit happened to be held where the jury got to decide who was going to win. And with Apple, a judge got to decide who was going to win. Mm. That's part of the difference. Additionally, one of the things that made this all different was the fact that Google does allow alternative Play Stores to be used on Android. Yeah. And it also kind of went against them because they had paid other companies to not develop app stores. Like Activision Blizzard got paid $360 million from Google to not develop their own app store. So they were shown to be anti-competitive, even though they allow it, they weren't doing it properly. So a jury unanimously sided with Epic Games that whatever Google did was not cool. And so they are now working on remedies. I don't understand how we can't just all unanimously agree that Google is pretty anti-competitive in most facets of everything that they do. Yes, but I, I think the, the big conversation here is, okay, Google, even though they do more than Apple, allowing other app stores, they got hit with the penalty, whereas yeah. Apple gets to get off scot-free. And curious why, and this is probably something I need to look a little bit more into on the legal side, why did Google get a trial in front of a jury and Apple got a trial in front of a judge? What yeah. was the distinction there that forced that to happen? I don't understand nothing about that. Google says that they're going to appeal this Obviously, they're gonna continue to work on this because they don't think that they should have to kowtow to anybody. Kowtow? Kowtow. Kowtow? Yeah, it's a word. K-O-W-T-O-W. -W. Oh. Act in an excessively subservient manner. This is like one of those seventh grade words that I learned from a spelling test that I had to do. And I like that and emulate. I like those. Those stick in my brain. I think I've gone my whole life without hearing that once. I see it. Never heard you say Sometimes. it. Sometimes. I don't believe so. I, I hit it on the regular. But you know who you've never heard me say before? Today's video is sponsored. It's a brand new one. Oh. Oh! Today's video is sponsored by Vanta. Vanta is a compliance automation and trust management platform that helps businesses of all size manage risk, improve security in real time. Being responsible for security at a startup can be overwhelming, and that's where Vanta's continuous monitoring comes in. Vanta automates compliance monitoring for your most critical programs and workflows. By streamlining vendor security reviews and asset discovery, you can quickly find and eliminate points of unauthorized access and proactively address potential threats. And because Vanta automates a up to 90% of the work for SOC 2, ISO 27001, and more, you'll be able to focus on strategy and security, not maintaining compliance. You can see why over 6,000 companies like Chili Piper, Patch, and Autodesk use Vanta to manage risk, improve security in real time. You can click our link in the video description below to try Vanta free for seven days with no cost or obligations to you. Big thanks again to Vanta for sponsoring today's video. And just like Vanta's alive, 
the opposite of that. E3 is dead. That's not just alike. That's it's, just opposite. It's on the same spectrum. The opposite side of it. Correct. <laughs> E3 has officially announced that after two decades, 28 shows, I believe, it is now over. The time has come to say goodbye. This is after it was canceled in 2020. They had a virtual event in 2021. It was canceled last year. And now it's forever canceled. Super canceled. It's basically been gone for years. Is it not special in your heart? It you, was once upon a time. Yeah, you I, have Summer Games Fest from Jeff Keighley, and then you also have the Game Awards, which is just like a gigantic ad, which is all E3 ever was. And both of those replaced the need for E3. Live streaming became more popular, and big companies learned how to just kind of announce their own stuff. They don't need that platform. They did. Did they become sentient? I don't know. They decided that, oh, hey, look, we don't we don't need to do this around a specific event. Except for, like, with the Game Awards that just happened, one of the things that I was seeing commentary about was don't expect any Sony announcements because Sony is too good. And Sony announced God of War, Ragnarok, Valhalla, and the last Ronin. Or ro two Ronins. Yeah, but I don't think they needed... The last Samurai with Tom Cruise. Yeah. I don't think they needed the platform of the Game Awards to make those a big deal, though. I think they could have just dropped those. Yes, I'm just own. saying that Sony still kind of kowtows to the industry a little bit and participates. I still don't know what that word means, but I think the indie games are what really benefit from stuff like that. Yes, definitely. And there was a lot of indie games. Getting your hands on, being the, the yeah. environment of actually getting to proactively engage. There is still Gamescom that does take place mm -hmm. in the summer, um, so we'll, uh, we'll see if this kills off indie games for good. Or maybe a new E3 Challenger approaches. Who knows? Do you want to start an E3? E4? D4. Ah, you sunk Reese's Battleship. B4. Let's see what his response is. <laughs> Yo, welcome back to Yifty Deals, bringing the hottest tech deals out on the internet, and today we've got a couple of deals targeting that $100 price range. Starting off with this Be Quiet Pure Base 500DX Mid-Tower ATX case, available in white for only $79.90, making it $30 off. But then next up, we have this Dynamic MMX 150 gaming headset, which looks gorgeous for only $99.99, making it $49.01 off. And then lastly, we have this Acer Nitro XF243Y, which is a 24-inch 1080p 180Hz IPS gaming monitor for only $109.99, making it $90 off. And with that, the deals are done. You can find these and more linked in the video description down below. But until next time, I'm going to hand you off back to Brett and Kyla for the rest of your hot news. Cheers. Hey, Reese, I got a deal for you. I want to make this deal with literally everyone. Shut up about the Steam Deck Sorry, and the so PlayStation Port. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> so this is news that's coming out that the Chiaki PS5 remote play that people use on the Steam Deck and otherwise actually now supports native HDR. So you can have HDR output on something like the Steam Deck OLED and you can take use of that thousand nit bright display, which is great. You can also use it on the regular Steam Deck if you connect this to an HDR display. So it does, like the app is definitely more robust. I thought, just total side note, and this is me asking, you not even just on camera. I thought that it didn't have the full capacity of the brightness if you were in HDR mode or something. Like what? Or do I have that backwards? Like I thought it was a thousand nits brightness in HDR mode. I thought it was when not in. No, SDR six hundred. Okay, never mind. Okay, but the reason I'm saying shut up is because in this article and in every single mention that I've seen about Chiaki supporting HDR, they bring up the PlayStation Portal. And they're like, PlayStation Portal can't support HDR. Yeah, because it's a $200 device with a $70 controller attached to it. They didn't get a special display. You want an HDR capable Steam Deck, you're paying 550 bones. That's a lot of dosh. That's $150 more than the non-HDR version of the Steam Deck. It costs a lot of money to get a really highly capable display. Of course, the 
portal at $200 is not going to support it. Stop expecting it to. This Why do people want the world for 200 bones? That's almost as many bones in my body. They, it actually is very close. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is a, this is a nice addition to the, the OLED, but like not an argument for purchasing. You know what I mean? No, it's just like an added little bonus. Yeah, it's it's there. Yes. Like I don't, I'm not gonna buy an iPhone because what's something an iPhone does? You can send postcards with it. Do you I'm remember not, that app? I'm not gonna buy an iPhone for the Memoji, but it's cool that it's there. No, it's not. <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. You're stupid for doing that. That's how I feel when I talk about the PlayStation Portal. Anyways, I, in case you want to check out how to install Chiaki to get the HDR, we'll have links in the video description. But speaking of a new PlayStation game that might be coming out, Wolverine, Insomniac got hacked. Oh. Yeah, no, oh. this is bad. This is not good news. Insomniac had a ransomware data attack. They're trying to get $2 million out of Insomniac, and if they don't pony up Within seven days, well, the claws are gonna come out. Uh-oh. In that they're gonna leak a whole bunch of the data, including they got like personal documents from Yuri Lowenthal in this as well, who's the voice actor for Spider-Man. Why did they have those? Probably taxes? Maybe that actually. actually yeah, yeah he is stuff, an employee. Yeah, stuff stored on Insomniac servers. And yeah. so this is problematic that in order to prove that this hack is real, they did kind of release screenshots to show that they have the Wolverine game, which doesn't even have a release date at this point. So problematic, we'll see. We'll keep you updated if we find out more about how Sony and Insomniac choose to handle this. What do they mean by have the Wolverine game? Like they have the cover art? No, they just <laughs> have data surrounding it. So like they have allegedly knowledge of different characters who are gonna be in the game, different superheroes, as well as early assets for how it looks, how it plays. Like there's probably some gameplay demos that have been stored on Insomniac mm -hmm. servers that they could then release, which would not move the needle at all. I'm more worried about releasing people's private information. Yeah. Like, that bothers me. Leak the game, like, frick, who cares? Like, when GTA 6 Alpha footage got leaked, I was like, this doesn't damper anything for me. In fact, actually, this was probably a really good marketing strategy, because it got everybody hyped for it. There was the argument that everybody was very uh, disappointed by it, because everybody thought that it looked bad. They have years to convince them otherwise. I guess I didn't go on Twitter to look at what people were saying about the GTA 6 leak. I just heard people talking about how garbage people were being on Twitter about the GTA 6 leak. Yeah, it did also bring out more relevant conversations. Like, I saw a bunch of game devs step to support Rockstar and be like, this is what our game that won awards for how it looked. This is how it looked in the exact same stage. And it's like, in control, the ladies flying around on like, Cubes. There's like nothing. He posed. Yes, that's exactly what happened. And that's what Intel's going to be doing to AMD coming tomorrow. T-posing on them. They're T-posing on them because we're getting new benchmarks, even more coming out about Intel's Meteor-like laptops. And this is actually like as close to an apples to apples comparison that you can see where we're getting. I thought this was Intel. Crap. <laughs> Blueberry to raspberry. All right, sick. Solid comparison. With three different laptops getting pegged to a TDP of 65 watts, so you have the i5-13500H, the Ryzen 7 7840HS, and the Ultra 5 terrible name 125H. Intel, you gotta fix this. You can't, you can't. <laughs> I don't wanna march forward with this, okay? But what we can march forward are the actual numbers that these things are putting up. So comparatively, Meteor Lake CPU to the i5-13500H, roughly the same same. The Cinebench scores are okay. It definitely does lose to AMD on the CPU side. But on the gaming side, when you start involving the graphics, the Arc GPU scales so well to 65 watts. What you see here is that it gets a score of 3,500 in Time Spy compared to the 7840HS's 3 
8,000. That is a significant uptick. Additionally, in Fire Strike, 9,000 points to the 8,500 on the 7840HS. So that's a Z1 Extreme, given extra TDP to be at 65 watts, and then Intel coming in and being like, we win. Now, pricing? Now what? Pricing's gonna be the, the question we have to answer. There's been a few laptop models that have been accidentally leaked on Newegg, and mm -hmm. it, it's about where it was previously it's not exceptionally more to buy an intel meteor like laptop but there are also rumors that like lenovo is going to implement a 65 watt mode for a 28 watt chip so that it can actually scale performance saying that it does increase performance by 47 percent this does seem to be Intel scales really well at high TDPs, at least according to all of the benchmarks that we're seeing. Every single drip and drab that we've been seeing feeding out from Intel's benchmarks are that it is good, and I'm excited for it. This means that there's competition, yeah. especially on the APU side. Intel handheld when? Give me a Steam Deck. Oh, you like this. Oh, stop! <laughs> Can you lick my hand to clean it off? No, that didn't like your mouth. And you guys don't like us, so let's get into the comment response. Karay is saying, whenever Apple says protect our users, they mean fortify our walled garden. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. Stingray is saying, Reese is lawful good, Brett is true neutral, and Kyler is chaotic evil. This is so strange to me because I feel like I'm the chaotic one. Have I mellowed out with age and I'm just seeing what I was like a few years ago? I don't know. Patrick said, so yes, your interpretation of my message being more secure than SMS is correct. The problem is that leaving a hole open for this type of exploitation would be bad for users when bad acting governments want to be able to hack in. So they have to patch certain exploits to make it secure. That is also a valid argument. Like Apple patching, however iMessage was reverse engineered is mission critical to them. That actually does matter if they want to lock it down again, they have to patch out certain things. It does suck. Still, that Apple is not putting iMessage on Android. I feel like maybe they could have assessed the situation, looked at Beeper, and been like, We're gonna buy you. You're ours now. <laughs> I mean, th that, that could be good for them, I guess, but it seems like they just don't want Android to interact with them at all. At least giving Beeper a heads up, like, hey, we're we're about to take you down. <laughs> but did Beeper give Apple a heads up when they hacked them? Not hacked, but like reverse engineered. I mean, but it stuff. is kind of what they did, right? Like they they invaded their ecosystem without permission. They're it, like the Jackaronda trees in Pretoria. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> a spooky bean said, the only thing keeping me from moving to Android are AirTags. They're so useful. And as of right now, it doesn't seem like there's an alternative just as good or better. That. So again, uh, Walled Garden, the ecosystem that Apple has created, sorry, mixing into up. Into aimed Apple. Sorry, but also like the ultra wideband chips that Apple puts into their devices. So like the ability for me to precisely locate where my AirPods are at any given time mm -hmm. is a feature that Android is starting to like roll these out to some extent. Like they're, Google is trying to work on this, but like, the vertical integration that Apple has created is, is very good. Carlos saying, I'm not really sure the PS5 Pro would be sold at $500 if we consider that its spec almost make it on par with an RTX 4070 PC build. $650 would still be an optimistic price. We're also talking about next year when the 4070 has been replaced by the 4070 Supper. And then additionally, this is something that people said about the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. Those were competing with $1,000 PCs when they were announced and they still launched at $500. I don't know that just because the comparable PC is an X amount of price that Sony can't sell the PS5 Pro at $500, especially when 
it is a loss leader for them. They lose money initially when they launch these big consoles. Then we have someone saying, if Slim PS5 costs $500, so is Impossible for Pro cost four to $500. It will be around $800. I don't think it'll be $400. It definitely has to be $500 yeah, no. plus, but one of the things that is different is the PS4 Slim and Pro launch concurrently. So the Slim had to be cheaper, otherwise the lineup didn't make sense. What happened now is the Slim launched earlier than the Pro. And so Sony gets to make all of that extra cash right now because you're not gonna buy anything else. And then when the Pro launches, they could easily launch it at $500 and drop the Slim down to the 299 mark. They can do that and they're earning all of the money on the Slim right now for the next year. Yeah, Sony also has like uh, proprietary hardware for things they can work with manufacturers to like it's not like they're spending the street price of a gigabyte graphics card to put into their console you know what i mean what is the street price of a gigabyte graphics card at least three <laughs> matt saying i still don't buy the whole the series x is the refresh bit from xbox phil spencer wants to keep moving consoles and grow market share the idea that there is a newer and better xbox just over the horizon would only make potential buyers more likely to hold off on jumping into the ecosystem i bet money we see a refresh in q4 2024 or more likely sometime in 2025 listen i'm with you matt i think that that was a ridiculous statement by Phil Spencer. But then do you know what happened? Xbox's roadmap got leaked and they are planning on doing a refresh of the Series X, but they're not making it faster. They're just launching a new console and I think they're turning it into a cylinder, if I remember correctly. Like, oh no, it's not, not a, an, it's not a box anymore. Not a Comcast router. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the leaked documents from Microsoft that came out um, during the the Activision Blizzard acquisition show that they are doing a refresh, but it's not a more powerful console. It's just, hey, look at our new shiny thing. That's exactly the same. Like all those refreshes they did at the 360. Did they? I don't. It, like, because the first one was so broken with heat issues, they like redesigned hardware. Okay. Layout and design and stuff. There's like 12 different 360s. Oh. And I don't know if any of them were actually different. Were any of them no scopes? Malignant says, in my office, listening to my breakfast in the background, when I hear Brett say raw dogging, I pause the video, look around to ensure nobody else heard that, and then look through my bag for my Bluetooth earbuds. Hot news, the latest updates in the world of technology and your ticket to an impromptu meeting with HR. We're a PG-13 show. I'm telling HR. Also, raw dog and green bubbles is what I said yesterday. Raw dog, raw dog, raw dog. <laughs> so now, now you put in your headphones. Good strategy. Yeah. It's like that guy who watched our Twitch stream and said, now I have to turn you guys down because people at the grocery store are looking at me funny. Why are you watching Twitch out loud in the grocery store? <laughs> Consume us privately. Put Please. me in the depths of your ear canals and let me serenade your brain. Shauner says, Kyler's laugh at the end scared me a little. Not going to lie. Is that A770 okay? Does it need to see a therapist? Brett, whenever I was doing that 360 no scope bit, my shoe got caught. <laughs> oh my goodness. It got, I don't know how this happened. Kyler is trapped. Uh, <laughs> Take off your shoe. No. You're going to break the stool. I'm going to break my shoe. There we go. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Well, that's the end of hot news. That was it? Okay. Yeah, Good night. Yeah. See you. Bye. Hey, I'm going to. Don't. Not again.